Hello, everybody. You are listening to the Minding Mind podcast, where we live life with ease, connection, and permission to just be. I'm your host, Evelyn Lavasser, and welcome back to another episode. Today, I'm recording a solo podcast episode where we are going to talk a little bit about feeling triggered by other people. And I know we've all felt it, so let's get into this. So I had a situation recently where someone else's behavior really like threw me for a loop. And I don't need to get into the detail of it, but the fact is that their behavior indirectly was toward me and really sent me back to this place of like where I used to live mentally and emotionally, feeling like my emotions were not relevant, feeling like people had permission to behave however they wanted to behave and that I couldn't do anything about it, feeling like my needs and my boundaries were not relevant. Like that is how the old Evelyn used to live. She used to feel real triggered, let me tell you, real upset and react in one of two ways, lash out or suck it up. Most of the time it was a suck it up because I had that belief that, well, there's nothing I could do about other people's behavior. So I have to just let them behave that way. What I know now is there is nothing I could do about anyone else's behavior ever. And I do have to let them behave however they behave. The difference is I only have to let them behave how they behave when they're not with me. My boundaries, my boundaries are about protecting me and my space and my energy and my heart and my mentality. It's absolutely true that we can't control other people. We can't control how they react. We can't control how they feel. We can't control their intentions. And the fact is that we may never know the answers to the questions that we have about why they do the things that they do. But what I am learning or what I have learned is that boundaries are for other people, but more importantly, they're for me. So I also like boundaries we think are about cutting people off or having to be combative or having to, I don't know, have an argument about whatever the thing is that's bothering you. But for me, boundaries are, I don't sit and listen to gossip. I don't sit and condone people bashing other people. I leave the area. I leave the room. Removing myself is the boundary. So I'm learning, have been learning over the years, that the way I protect my peace and my energy is to remove myself from situations that I don't want to be a part of. And also simultaneously spend time with people who make me feel good inside. So I'll say about this situation that happened, I felt super triggered. I felt like I was right back to that place of like, I have to be quiet. I have to keep my mouth shut. I have to let them be who they are. And I was literally irritated, then angry, then resentful, then a little sad. But most of all, I think I was disappointed in myself for allowing myself to be taken back to a place that I have worked so hard 
for so long to not be a part of. Today, being around people who don't have good intentions for others or who like to put other people down or who like to make themselves feel better by squashing other people. Being around those people feels physically uncomfortable to me. It's like my body repels those relationships. It doesn't want any part of it. And I almost recognize, or not almost, I do recognize that my energy reads their energy very quickly. When I'm next to someone who I know treats other people that way, my body is tense. I feel physical stress on my body. And that's literally the most basic form of connecting to what my body is telling me is good for me. So I think I'm able to, at this point, release the idea that I owe anyone anything more than what I owe myself. I don't owe people my time, energy, or presence. I owe myself. I owe myself to make sure that I am treated the way that I want to be treated or remove myself from that situation and go to where I feel good. Like there's no in between. My body will reject it. So I want to talk a little bit about like how to handle when those situations arise, because the truth is they're going to arise, right? Even going through this journey of healing and unlearning and rebuilding yourself and falling in love with a new version of yourself, there are still going to be situations that trigger you to feeling what you used to feel. It doesn't just disappear because you've reached a new level. It's just that you get to handle yourself differently and make a different choice in the process. So yes, I was fully triggered, fully irritated. My whole nervous system, my whole nervous system was stressed out. My body felt stressed. So I had to ask myself, when I, when I got time alone, I had to ask myself, like, why am I feeling this way? Where is this bringing me? What is this making me think of? And for me, it was feeling like, especially when I was younger, feeling like my wants and needs were not really priority. Like my feelings, my emotions were not priority. You know, for us, it was a matter of like safety and security. And I've said it a million times before, I always felt very loved, but I knew that my wants were secondary. So it felt that way that, damn it, I'm right back in this place where this doesn't feel good to me, but it's not important. And like, what is this situation telling me, right? Ask myself, what is this telling me? What part of my journey needs more attention, right? And it was literally that story that I had in my head that my feelings aren't important. My feelings aren't relevant. And then addressing it, right? Is that true? Are my feelings not important? No, my feelings are my priority. My feelings are fully important to me because I know that the way I feel about myself impacts the way I show up. So that's not true. Even if it's true for them, they don't care how I feel. That's irrelevant as long as I care how I feel. So I also had to recognize this. My anger, my anger and frustration toward this person in this situation was just a sign that I 
want to try to control their behavior. Yeah, let me say that again. I'm mad because I can't make them stop acting like that. I'm mad because I'm trying to control who they are around me. Guys, I mean, like for real, when you think about that, like anger, frustration, resentment, all the things that I was feeling all at the same time were because in my head, I'm saying this person shouldn't act like this when really this is who they are. This is what they do. The only thing that I have control of is me. So I had to do a little bit of a perspective shift. Control me. Evelyn, Evelyn, what is it that you have control over? Literally everything about yourself, your thoughts, your beliefs, your actions, your behaviors, your choices. So let's get grounded in that. This is what I did. And I hope this helps the next time you're feeling triggered and the next time I'm feeling triggered. Because let me tell you, this is for me too. The very first thing was to switch perspective. This is not about this other person. This is about me. The second thing is to validate my feelings, not talk myself out of saying like, you don't have the right to feel that way. You're being ridiculous. You need to just suck it up. None of that language, that that type of language and that type of thinking is not welcome here anymore. Validate my feelings. Evelyn, you have every right to feel that way. You have done a lot of work. You have done a lot of work mentally and emotionally to take yourself out of that place. And I understand I understand that it's frustrating to have been brought back there. Validate. I have every right to feel what I'm feeling. Second was to figure out where it's coming from. And like I said, this situation kind of triggered in me an old story that I used to carry that my feelings and my emotions weren't relevant. So, right, like sitting with that for a minute, is that story even true? I get to choose my story. I get to choose what's important. I get to choose what's relevant. Therefore, that's not my story anymore. Everything about me is important to me. Everything about me is important to me. My next step was to ground myself, to get out of my head and get into my body. And how do I do that? I do lots of different things, but for me, first of all, deep breathing works wonders. Deep breathing where I focus on the actual breaths. It really makes me connect physically and get out of my head a little bit. I also sit on the floor with my back against the wall. It literally feels grounding. You are touching the floor. You are touching the wall. Your body is receiving signals that you are safe and grounded and comfortable and physically taken care of. And once I feel like my breathing is regulated. My nervous system is calming down. I definitely get into either a little meditation or I do some journaling. And this time, what I did was journal right after I got up from the floor because that that helped me like just brain dump whatever I was feeling and end, end my journal with reminding myself how grateful I am to be able to work past this now, to be able to say literally in my journal entry, Evelyn, I am so grateful. I am so grateful that you're able to look at your situation with clarity and no judgment. I'm so grateful to be able to 
work things out in real time and not and not revert to the person I used to be. So that helped me in the in the process. And then it's still not done yet, right? So like we go from change of perspective, validating our feelings, figuring out where it's coming from, grounding yourself in either journaling or meditating. And then the last thing I did was ask myself, oh, what do I need? What do I need? Is it like a, a hot bath? Is it a cup of tea and some quiet? What is it that my body wants to feel regulated, comfortable, and ready to release, right? So giving myself exactly what I need for me was drinking some tea, calling a friend. And I'm not saying calling a friend, just a vent, right? Like, yes, vent, but also take ownership of what I do have control over. My friends, oh, my friends are so beautiful. My friends are so beautiful and they hold so much space for me, but also they don't, they don't let me like shrink back to a version of myself that I don't connect with anymore. They hold me accountable too. So yes, I vent, I release. It feels so good for them to say out loud what you're feeling is valid, but they will also say to me, what do you control? And what do you need? What does your body need? What's gonna make you feel comfortable and grounded and ready to move forward? So that's how I worked it out, right? Four steps, knowing what I, or excuse me, five steps, knowing that I can't control other people. I can only control me. Step one, validate my feelings. Step two, figuring out where this is coming from. What story am I carrying? Step three, grounding myself, getting out of my head and into my body. That's step four. And the last one is asking myself, what do I need? And then giving it to myself. Ask, what do you need? And then give it to yourself. I feel like it really helped me. I feel like it helped me put my feelings into perspective and gain words so that I can talk the situation out without being like sporadic and argumentative, I guess. I also just want to share if, you know, you have difficulty with like getting your nervous system back on track or figuring out like where these things are coming from and how to work through them. I really urge you to follow Gabby Ruth on Instagram. Uh, Gabby was actually on the podcast. I'm not sure if it was last week or the week before, a couple weeks ago. And she talked all about nervous system regulation. Her work is incredible. Being able to just get in touch with the things that you need at the depths of who you are without judgment. Gabby Ruth, I will link her information in the show notes. Anyway, I hope that I hope that this helps someone in some way. And I hope that you also know that we all get triggered sometimes. We all, we're, this is a human experience, right? We can continue to grow and can continue to evolve and be met by people who are not willing to do the same. And that's none of our business, y'all. I had to remind myself that who this person is, is none of my business. My business is staying grounded in who I am. And I forgot for a moment, but I reminded myself, so I'm back. I really hope that this helps somebody. I hope that you're able to work through the things that you feel, even if you feel triggered, 
right? Even if somebody brings you back to a place that you don't want to be at, just remind yourself that you have the tools and the power to bring yourself right back to where you want to be, that you don't have to be the person that they see that they want you to be. You get to choose who you are for you and benefit from you. Your life benefits from who you know you are, from who you believe you are. And that's that. That is that. I love you. I'm rooting for you. I want nothing but the best for you. And remember, follow Gabby Ruth. Get real clear. Get real clear on what it is you want to feel. And then don't accept anything, anything that isn't that. So thank you for joining me for this short solo episode this week, tuning into another episode of Minding Mind. If this resonated with you, comment, rate, review the podcast. Your feedback means the world to me and, of course, helps me grow. And until next time, go live your life on your terms and mind your business. We'll catch you in the next episode. Uh -huh.